Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good morning and welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services on with Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. Got you there a little bit. You have your earphones tuned up a little? Nah, it's my left ear. You know, sometimes it's the right ear that works. Now, my right ears never work, but the speaker works. Now, it's my left speaker. We got flip-flopped. Last week, it was the other way around. Surprise. Yeah. Suspense. What's you up? You don't know what you're going to get. No. I hear you. That's not, I noticed that you do the same thing. Like, I've eagerly got my hand on the volume prepared for when they, whatever that comes joker on. joker turned up. You must have had a deaf weekend. A deaf weekend. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. A lot of bass. A lot of bass. Twelve ounce, twelve, twelve, twelve inch kickers. I had ten inch kickers, bro. Oh, I didn't have the twelve inch. A little dinky. A With little, the uh, a little dinky S ten rolling around. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! So did we, we're coming off of President's Cup. Yep. You got the President's Cup shirt on. I do. I'm one of those dorks that wears a shirt the day after the, the concert. Yeah, I I get it. I mean, <laughs> I didn't wear the shirt thing. to the concert though. I didn't but, do that. But you can get away with it because you're not a tourist. I think so. Okay. I think the, I think that That's was great rule. for the city of Charlotte. I think it was too. It was cool to watch it last night when they finally won. I mean, the international team. Well, now I've given away that we're pre-recording, which we we you know admit to that yeah. uh, up front. But they they made a little comeback on the United States team. That's what I heard. I got a couple. T- I'm gonna be honest. I, I don't watch much golf on TV. Don't yeah. keep up with. I got enough stuff I need to learn in my life. Uh, but I was getting some texts. We better get our act together. Or we're gonna give this thing away. Right. You know, golf's one of those things that like I'll put on. I don't really watch it. It's kind of like watching baseball to me. It's just on the TV. That's good. You might walk by and be like, "Oh, Braves are winning two to one. Great. Okay." Versus football. But, but yeah, we kind of got it has action. A little bit more action. Yeah. I, I've enjoyed the start of this football season. I kind of went a little AWOL in football there for a while, but my kids are getting of the age to where they just like it for the sport of it, uh, whereas us grown-ups dive deeper, and sometimes I think that's that's a shame. So, And I've, spo- I've spoken often about how while I was a kid, I'm sure my dad didn't like all the comings and goings and how much these athletes made and this and that and all and the politics they they try to put in in these sports, uh, but but he allowed me to enjoy it and the purity of it because I was an excited kid, so he put up with that and and, and did it with me. So I'm coming of age now. It, it is good. I, I understand where you're coming from in that regard. I actually went to the Panther game on Sunday. Yeah, um, it, and it was it was good. It was it's exciting. Pretty, yeah, I went to the first game. Uh, we won the we, game you we went won, to. We, we did, did win. We did not win the game I went to. But you know what? If you look at the record, I know this is in sports radio, but they've only they lost like the first game by two or three, and the second game by two, and then they won. Yet, or so we already gave it away yesterday. Um, I think they won by eight. There's no pictures in the in the record book, dog. <laughs> That's what they used to always say about your scorecard in golf. That's right. Yeah. There's no pictures in your wallet. My scorecard goes <laughs> eight, 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 seven, six, eight, eight. That's kind of what it looks like. And then you get a full three, and you, and no, you win. That's the, that's the Trent way of winning. You, that's how you at the last hole. You you're, a, you're the king of the last you can. hole. Scrape, scrape <laughs> the pot, you know. So uh, this weather, what do y'all think about the weather we're having? 
goodness gracious. I'm going to jinx this because there's like a hurricane, and we'll, we'll know by this Sunday. But, man, it's pretty late in the hurricane season to not have any scares. I'm talking the whole let's go Mexico, you know, east coast of Mexico, all through the Gulf, all the way up to the eastern seaboard. We, we've been very lucky, God bless, and hopefully – this storm won't do much, and and I know Puerto Rico got hit. Feel bad for all those folks, but I mean, overall, normal seasons. We're almost October, homeboy. Well, no, you know, we and we 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 talk about this every year, right? I mean, this is you're going to say that, and we're going to have like ten that are going to stack on top of each other. And nah, I don't I don't have jinx in my blood. The generator sales and the generator oh, yeah, phone yeah, yeah, calls. Yeah. Get your generators now if you want one. Do it now. <laughs> I didn't realize. Yeah. <laughs> ABC set, always be closing. I set you up for that one a little bit, but uh, it is it is a case. That, I mean, when you get a hurricane that like sniffs the North Carolina coast and twenty calls, and they want the generator installed tomorrow, and it's a little bit more of a planned out product, especially in the day's world, right? Yes, I mean even more so. Uh, I think everything has to be a lot more planned. They're hoping to get it on Amazon Prime delivered. God, God bless these project <laughs> managers that uh, that we have. Yeah. I mean, the planning process of, of our industry has gone bonkers, and you still can't get it right all the time. I can't imagine because back when I was doing my hustling, it was all fly by the seat of your pants. You stay up till three in the morning, you get it done. I don't think that works anymore. Sometimes it works. Yes, yeah, so I think that works. I think all the that, time. I think I'm that being works. Facetious. Yeah, I was about to say. I mean, I, I think there's anything that nothing can replace hard work. Business lesson of the day, you young whippersnappers who want to be successful, any industry, any career profession, you best put in the time early on. You're never going to make it. Nobody gets lucky. Put in the time. And, and nothing sacrifices, like I said, for hard work. I mean, there's nothing that can you can put in place that's that's going to Take the spot of, of working. I got hard. another business lesson of the day. What you got? Don't if you're not a educated stockbroker, don't go out and try to buy stocks. <laughs> don't time, don't time the market. <laughs> you're not doing it. Is this coming from experience? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I gotta, I gotta stay. That's my, that's in my humble category. I didn't even look at it today. I mean, that's I'm, in my yeah. I need to keep working hard category. I need, I need to stop gambling category. I don't know. I got all kind of categories for that, but I do know this. You still got the swear jar. Unless you're a unless you're a stock investor by trade, let that be a passive quadrant of your portfolio of life, and don't let just like fine washes and fine wine, baby. <laughs> I mean, my buddy texted last night. He's like this in one of my forums. He's like, any of y'all have nice watches? I was like, man, I ran into a guy that said he had like 15 watches. His name was Brian Ferris, and I asked him how what the average cost was. He said fifteen twenty thousand dollars. I went home and took my fossil watch off <laughs> and put it in my drawer and Next said, I'm the, getting out of this game. I don't, wanna, er, I don't ever want to wear something that costs $10,000 and I have the wrong one on. You know what I'm saying? Period. I'll just go watchless. So what do you think? Tee up our guest, Patrick. It's a playoff of last week. It is. We've got we've got uh, the second act here. This the best is, uh, act, of course. And, and we should have done this the other way around. My mom always told me, "Women, women, first. ladies go first. <laughs> and I would say that's not fair. We got to go here. But uh, she said, "Well, what if what if it was a uh, some? Or what if you were getting eaten by a lion?" She said, "The girl would have to go first. She'd be safe." That's how wow. she taught me that. That's crazy, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, we got Kristen Diller from Team Automotive. Trends going to be awesome. Come on, you ready? She's over here looking at us. Here we go. You're listening to At Home with Roby. We'll be right back. 
Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services on Trent Houston for the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. What do I say here? Do what? You're supposed to make fun of what I always say here. Oh, I'm, I know. I'm letting you do your you going to let me do it? Here. Okay, cool. Fuck, if you miss the first segment, go back. We can. We do, do have Patrick. a podcast. Uh, you can check out all kinds of fun At Home with Roby shows. Kristen, you you going to lead the show now? You Second week in a studio in a row? I'm going to sit back and let you guys show me how it's done. I I'm impressed. I think he, I think he got some swag. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, she she came in here and trumped us out of the gate. She said, <laughs> "Joker went to six schools. I'm a I'm a business person. I I go to school for three years." That's impressive. But you went to, I mean, a second generation with Team Automotive, and you went to a specialized school for your industry. I did, yeah. Went down to Northwood in Florida, and it's a like super specialized business school, and you get all kinds of really weird degrees. Like, uh, mine's automotive marketing and management, but you can get like hotel restaurant management, you can get entertainment sports management, and then of course like all the regular business degrees as well. So, did you enjoy that focus, the degree that you got? I mean, you enjoyed those classes? Yeah, I started out at um, College of Charleston, and you had to take, you know, like all the Englishes and the sciences and all that. And this school would take all of that kind of out of the curriculum and then rework it into business yeah. classes. So, instead of um, regular writing, it was business writing. Instead of well, like, I think we had to take one science class, and that was oceanography, and we spent the day on the beach. Oh, that sounds great. It was lovely. That's called liberal arts, uh, <laughs> is what they call that, and that's, I was wondering why I was so much more well-rounded. <laughs> if you talk about with your bowl, bowling class. I took all those class. classes yeah. and, and did not do well at them is why I couldn't get into business school, because mm-hmm. my, my uh, average was too low before I tried to apply. And then my wife went to business school, because she's just really good in school. And hates business. Oh no! And uh, well, I mean, she doesn't hate business. She's married to me, but she she doesn't want to. She didn't desire to be at running a business every day. And uh, but all through her two years of business school at Chapel Hill, she told me repeatedly, repeatedly, "You would love this class." We were talking in class today, and I just thought about you. Like you do this for a hobby. So, uh, but I'm done. I don't need to go to school anymore. If I need to go to school again, we got a problem. <laughs> you gonna make me go back to school, Patrick? I don't know, man. I could see it like some sort of like golf training school or something <laughs> along those lines. You could throw that. I on your, would do that. Throw that on your LinkedIn profile there, <laughs> like graduate of the Golf Institute of something. I don't know what that means. Yeah. So, so did you have to go to school because I'm in a family business too, and you know, do I need college? Was kind of. The thing. I think for what I do in automotive, that was a good decision to go. Um, but you can make these really incredible careers out of automotive um, job verticals with coming in from vocational studies and then make an incredible living. And the automotive sector will pay for your education on top of that. Wow, that's cool. It's really incredible, and a lot of people don't know about it. So what did, what did you do before? I mean, tell us, let's walk through before you went to college. We kind of jumped right um, into that. Well, first I wanted to be an astronaut. And there you go. And realized that probably wasn't going to happen. <laughs> and then it was a veterinarian. And so my parents were big about, like, you will work while you're in high school. So I'm like, cool, I'm yeah. going to go work for the vet's office. I did not know that that meant scooping poop. Yeah. Listen, I did that for one week. Mm-hmm. I did the same thing when I was in high school. Um, yep. And I remember uh, the the next Monday, I lasted one week. The next Monday, I picked up my, you know, my whatever the paycheck was for that amount of that amount of work, mm-hmm. and like a pair of 
khaki shorts, sandals, and like a t-shirt. And the, the vet, the actual vet came out. He's like, I knew you weren't cut out for this. Oh, no. And so my daughter now wants to be a vet. We're trying to explain that. That's part of the process. A lot of poop. A lot, a lot of oh poop. Oh, my gosh. And it, mm-hmm. yeah. it's that's a, With some yep. pee thrown in. Yes. And the cats. <laughs> the cats are oh, awful. I love, oh, yeah. Like, if I they love know cats. you don't like them, they don't like you back. <laughs> Been there. I got, yeah. Yeah, here. So, t- so keep going. So the, the so, astronaut didn't work out. Veterinarian didn't work out. Uh, it's okay. So How then, long did you last at the vet? Like one summer. You did one it for summer. a whole. You did it. That's commitment. Mm-hmm. That is commitment. Yep. I still have a friend that worked with me there too. Wow. Like, that is That's cool. Some hard work. How does she speak? Meow. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was dollar. That's all you joke, got. Only joke I got. That's pretty good. I liked it. But I realized, you know, like it was a long time ago, and it was back before like cell phones were a big thing or the internet was a really big thing and so like my dad was working all the time so I learned that like if I wanted to spend time with my dad I needed to show up at the car dealership and so I would just go after school and hang out Um, he let me work there and so the way he started in the business was washing cars and so he was determined that I was going to start the same way which is cool except for um, we didn't have the best training program back then so I just knew that I needed to work hard so I show up at the, the detail shop to clean cars no training, and I figured I could start from the top or the bottom, and so I started at the bottom, but I didn't know that's where all the dirt was, and so I was <laughs> all the way across the cars and um, maybe damaged a couple of cars. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Got some yeah. little scratches on them? Mm-hmm, some circular scratches. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was super fun, and so I got fired from that, and then <laughs> um, if you get fired and you don't have a driver's license, the only next job left is chief cigarette picker-upper. So I picked up a lot of cigarettes on the lot for a while, um, and then after that it was reception, and then I started selling cars during the summertime. Like every oh, summer cool. I had off, I, I would go sell cars for the really? summer. Really? Mm-hmm. And you sold some cars? I loved selling cars. Wow. I mm-hmm. bet I bet y- y- young lady, knowing what she's talking about, does well in that. Yes, if you are a young lady that knows what she's talking about. I leaned on the emotional play. Like, man, you look good in that car. And they would go, oh, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I'll do that. So? Yeah, I think I'll take this one. Of me. <laughs> and so you were kind of hooked at that point, huh? Yeah, they really loved yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And so you went from there, and then that's why you decided to, you went to College of Charleston, and then you went down to West Palm Beach mm-hmm. to, to really, you mean, you, that's pretty rare. I mean, I know that you were probably a similar age when you kind of said, hey, I was project managing in college, Trent was, um, and that this is something I want to do. I mean, I, that's that's not, you know, that's not normal. I mean, most people take six, seven different colleges to figure that out. It's a giving Rod a hard time over here. But, uh, no, I mean, they, they, you both have a very similar path. You're probably, what, 19, 20 when you say, or mm-hmm. you're even younger, Kristen. Yeah, make that commitment. Yeah, I was with somebody last week that owns business, and, and their son's 25, and he, he said, how did you get into the I was like, I mean, I was in it every day. Like, well, you I was were in it when you pushing my dad out of my mm-hmm. way, you know. Uh, and his son has gone out and worked in another business for five years and now kind of ready back. to come back, mm-hmm. kind of wanting some advice. Uh, I think there's not a right way. I think you got to be a hustler and a have hard, good work ethic. And, yeah. and if, if that box is checked, then I think you can go right in it. I don't think somebody needs to go learn. It's opportunity cost, what I told my dad. Like, I'm going to go do something else for five years or go swing a hammer for five years. That's not that intelligent on your behalf. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, cool. So, you sold cars. Mm-hmm. What brand of cars? Chevys. Chevys. Yep. You were Chevy sales, yep. Chevy dealer. And then, um, like, I think right after college, we ended up buying Buick and GMC right after okay. that. Okay. Yeah. 
the uh is is GMC they're GMC and Chevy are the same line GMC yeah, like a little brothers and sisters. is it a little upgrade older brother I'm asking uh, they are very similar they're they're brothers and sisters I, I've always thought I've always thought in the truck side of the business GMC and Chevys were similar they very are. close mm-hmm. the same same brand really I mean typically have very similar body styles and stuff right. like that uh and and chevy and gmc in in the truck industry the the 1500 150 uh has always been a higher higher quality of vehicle i will say across the board um even though i'm a ford guy my brother my granddad and my uncle were always chevy guys okay my brother still is a chevy guy say that right i think he got it and then I will tell you something else. We we have all different brands of, of vehicles, but uh, my brother wanted our executives on the Andrew Roby side because of our brand, the the top tier executives. I think Chris Maynard is mm-hmm. is working with you guys, and he drives a GMC, if I'm not mistaken. Nice. Am, I, am I right? And it's a nice GMC, right? Mm-hmm. So they made that very clear to me. They said, "Keep your nose out of this side of the business," <laughs> and uh, and we think it emulates with our brand very well. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. All right, you gonna stick around? Sure. All right. Well, we're gonna cut to commercial. We talking vehicles. We talking hard work. We talking young salespeople. When we return, you're listening to At Home with Roby. <laughs> Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services along with Trent Hasten from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. If you missed the last couple segments, Trent and Kristen have very similar uh, upbringing, sort of working with dad, mm-hmm. uh, uh, which is cool. I mean, I think that's that's awesome. I mean, like we talked about in the last segment, you two kind of knew what you wanted to do at a really young age, uh, which is which is rare. And, and you, you're both still here doing the same thing, uh, which is exciting. And it, other than you went to UNC Chapel Hill. Play a little basketball. She went down to not yeah in the woolen gym. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you went down to West Palm Beach and and, and did a, a study in your field. Mm-hmm. That made me think. How many people ask you? Because I get asked all the time, "Were you a construction science major?" And neither one of us were, but no, I get asked that no, quite a bit. My dad was so proud. Uh, we Ron, last week's guest, uh, Sodoma, being a Marine. And just being a workaholic Marine, he was so daggone proud that I, I got into a school like Chapel Hill. And he really enjoyed the liberal arts side of it because it was just what he had never had. Everything yeah, he, he had 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 been shovel, hammer, two-by-four, skill saw, you know, gun. I mean, you know. So uh, he really wanted me to go... I got into NC State as well, and I, then I started saying, hey, maybe I need to go to state. It's construction school. And he said, son, you'll learn everything you need to know in construction. You probably already have uh, and continue to learn. You need to go learn the world. And the other side of the world, really, uh, was was his excitement. And for what we do and who I was selling to, he thought Carolina would benefit me more in the Charlotte business community coming out of college. It would give me – business street grid so uh and i think he was pretty right mm-hmm. so i had that same dad I, marine hard worker like we're gonna go kick some tail and your dad's still in the business 
No, he retired back in 2014. So neither neither of your parents are in the business? Mm-mm. Both retired and traveling all over the world. So you run the business? Yeah. So that's what you said? You said this school was specialized for what I want to do, yeah. and that's run the business. Yeah. Okay, I thought that's where you were going with that. Yeah. So your parents are still living? Yeah. God, man. And that's, really active. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. That is cool. And they're traveling? Yep. So my dad always told me that I was never going to be able to retire and, and he said it finally. He said, you're going to die working. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just said, you won't be able to do it. He said, you go hang out with all these fancy people and think you're going to retire one day. He's <laughs> like, man, you were you a worker. And he meant it. Yeah. But that's good that they're doing that. Yeah. You know? They're enjoying it, too. I think our generation's trying to glean off that and enjoy life a little more. But I will say, my dad loved to work. Mm-hmm. He enjoyed life that way. So, uh do they travel in the States or travel around the world? All over the place. Really? I'll tell you a funny story about him, though. Um, when he first retired, my mom called me, and she's like, help. And I'm like, why? What? And she goes, he's trying to go to the hair salon with me. You need to give him something to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what you do? You get him picking them cigarette butts up. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got, we're going to reverse this thing. Uh, same, same thing happened with my family. My dad traveled Monday through Friday, and it was mm-hmm. my mom and my brother and I. And so when he stopped traveling and stopped retiring, she was like, he's always here. He's always around. I can't, like, there he is, and there he is again. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So I can imagine that's a huge, huge adjustment there. Yeah, it's a huge adjustment, especially for someone that's used to working, you know, 60, 80 hours a week. Yeah. And yeah. then all of a sudden it's like, ooh, what do I do? So walk us through kind of your transition. You got out of school, and then wh- oh, yeah. where'd you start there? So then I went in um, and started our call center. Okay. So any sort of incoming phone calls or emails that would come in inquiring about a vehicle. And then I moved over into the finance department, which is my favorite in the whole dealership. And then I worked my way through every management position in the building. Um, I learned that I love finance the most and parts the worst. Um, just Fair. not my favorite thing. Fair. And then um, in 2014, I was made general manager of our store. And then in 2017, I was um, appointed as dealer principal by General Motors. And then right after that, we were able to start go out and start purchasing yeah. dealerships. So we were able to make Five acquisitions in 42 months, and we're now all the way across the state of North Carolina. That's awesome. It's really cool. Wow. Yeah, we're working on a couple more states right now. But Congratulations. So far, I hear you. Thanks. And legging so, up that next generation, aren't you? I bet your dad's proud. I have an incredible mentor in my dad. That is awesome. That's Me so too. cool. Yeah. yeah, that is special. And so you guys are also on EOS, we talked about yeah. uh, in your journey. And so... Uh, you, Ron had shared your ten-year goal. You're you're well on track, huh? Oh yeah, for sure. But you know, EOS was such a um, just an incredible change to. It wasn't even a change, but it was more of a structure of all the things yeah. that we were trying to do, and it was just a game changer for us. It it brought clarity and light to so many things that we just didn't realize were as important as they were, and now they're fundamental to every single thing that we do in the business world. Wow, that is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like we're what. I mean, you're you're coming up on two years on EOS, yeah. but as a whole whole Team, company, yeah. we're coming up on our first year. We are, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like it's uh, it opens your eyes to some stuff from my level that I didn't see before. So it feels it feels a little r- rough mm-hmm. there, but it's exciting. Yeah, and uh, I think it's a game changer. For I agree. Yeah, it was so funny. We were, um, Patrick and I were walking through one of our parking lots the other day, and we were both just talking, and something he said, and then something I said, and we both looked at each other, and we were like, 
are you on EOS? We're on EOS. It's weird. That is, I mean, cool. it, 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 and people had been talking this lingo. They were on it for so long around us, and I never, I never picked up on this was what they were doing. Uh, I mean, give Ron Weatherly a shout. I went to Esco, I went to the yep. base, ba- football game with. He was who introduced us for the first time. And um, yeah, I mean, even the people around there, you, you just pick it up. I mean, mm-hmm. different, different words, different sayings, different acronyms. Mm-hmm. I mean, it. Uh, it is cool. You kind of feel like you know it's like fraternity. Once you know yeah. that someone's in it, it's 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 instantly kind of understand where they stand and, and where their business is probably going to go. That's right. So you're all you're across the state of North Carolina mm-hmm. in the last five years. Yeah. If I got this right, and and what what is your goal? Can you talk about that? Yeah, our ten year goal through EOS that we started about three years ago was ten stores in ten years, and it sounded really unattainable at that time. <laughs> and then we started like piecing it all together, and we're like, ooh, we can do this. And so now we're way ahead of our goal. We hope to close on um, our next store by the end of this year which will put us at seven, and we've only been on it three years. Congratulations. So, wow. That yeah. is exciting. So I think we're Look ahead at of the schedule. Gli- I mean, it, you can't see this is radio. She's got a face <laughs> for TV right now. I mean, she's just glowing talking about this, which is what mm-hmm. is so cool. And I think it's so special that your dad, similarly, I, I, I have a lot of buddies that run family businesses. They have daddy issues, and, and it's a very common thing because their dad wants them to run the business but then doesn't want to get out of the way and still wants to be the man and do this. And it seems like your dad said, I'm going to retire. I'm here if you need me. Go do mm-hmm. your thing. Yeah, he's Take incredible, it. and uh, he's really big on um, – paying tuition me paying tuition like if i make a mistake and it was an expensive mistake we're like oh that's the tuition for learning that lesson oh yeah you know and so it's it's good to have someone that you know will let you learn yeah and then also someone there that's like okay let's talk about that we had a, we had an old uh, old COO and he would say something somewhere. He said we pay for education one time, <laughs> and that, so that was his uh, his sort of answer when he you know someone would ultimately come and be like, hey, I, I did this, I got a problem, mm-hmm. and it was similar. Like, okay, would you learn? And we we pay for that once. That's right. And then off he would you know off so, he would. Go. Somebody at our executive level a couple months ago told me that, that I, it, it had a reveal a, a mistake that they made cost some money, a fair amount of money and. And I said, well, I'm not really asking because it's like, oh, I feel so bad. And I'm like, well, I'm not trying to make you feel bad. I'm just trying to get get my facts in line. And, of course, we would do this. And, and this person said, oh, well, it made me feel better that Patrick told me he's made much co- more costly mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> I said, that doesn't make me feel good at all. <laughs> you just made my stomach hurt. I was a positive in this conversation. I tried, now I'm having to like backtrack who this was, what the conversation I, was. I'll tell you, but it, we'll say it off air. I don't want to really embarrass you. Oh, no, thanks, I'm man. I'm, I'm, messing, I'm messing with you. So uh, how many employees do you have now? Um, last count was 382. Goodness gracious. Mm-hmm. You're taking care of a lot of families. Yeah, that's, that's our big thing. That's awesome. 382 families. That is wonderful. So is the supply chain loosening up some? A little. It's still really tricky. You, you, you get able to get some vehicles? We are. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh, I don't think we did this to Ron last week. What is one principle you live by as you go about your day in your business career? Uh, me, personally, it's leading with love and always trying to find a way to connect with the person that I'm working with, speaking with, doing business with. And really that kind of folds into our mantra of we build relationships that matter. We feel like yeah. if we can build a good, strong relationship, then we can conquer the world with 
whoever we're building this with. Wow. And that's your company mantra. Mm-hmm. Cool. Build re- we build relationships that matter. And that's for our company. And then me personally is we lead with love. And you lead, lead mm-hmm. and they go hand in hand. That's right. That now, is th- there is still tough love that comes in that. Yeah, yeah. I was about <laughs> it's to say. not all rainbows and unicorns. We, kn- we know about <laughs> tough love. <laughs> <laughs> don't we? Sounds like I might find out some more here in a second. No, no. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm I, don't joking. Have, I don't have any angst. I'm joking. I, well, give your business a plug. Where can people find you locally? Sure, teamautogroup.com. And then me personally, I'm on LinkedIn at Kristen Dillard. And um, we're across the state of North Carolina from the mountains to the sea. And Kristen with an I. Kristen with an I. That's right. The from the way. mountains to the sea. That's right. We call that thing out there an ocean. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't sound as cool when you say mountains to ocean, but we can go with that. I got it. You mm. probably drummed that up in an EOS <laughs> all day off site or something. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. You've been wonderful. Thank you for being Thanks here. Thanks for having me. And good luck to your business. And I also want to say you're a client of ours on multiple fronts. Thank mm-hmm. you for patronage and the relationship you're so welcome and you guys take great care of us we want to love on our customers too thank you hey you're listening to at home with roby patrick and i'll be back welcome back to at home with roby i'm patrick mcisaac from roby commercial services i'm a trent hasten from the roby family of companies we are your hosts what you think about that i man kristen is impressive yeah team automotive here we come catch the fever i love it check them out yeah I mean, it's it's cool, and you should see that they're they're they've got a beautiful facility that uh, you'd mentioned at the end of the last segment that they are great clients both on the residential and the commercial side, and we're helping on the commercial side there. Uh, and you know, Ron mentioned on the last on the last show, uh, lots to come up there. Um, right before we get to the speedway, I think that's twenty nine forty nine. I always get those two. I confused. forgot to ask her if she sells race cars. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't think that's you want a race legal. car. Are you can get a race legal. car. I would love to buy a race car. You should get a race factory car. factory model. You've got man. You look, I've told you before you, with that mustache, you kind of look like you could be a NASCAR driver. You got a little NASCAR. Well, going I trimmed it up last night, but my wife yeah. pleaded <laughs> with me not to go clean shaven on the face. Uh, so, so I got a little little shadow on the face, but I got my mustache. Well, you're more NASCAR before you were more fireman. Oh, now I'm NASCAR. Yeah. Got yeah. it. No, I like it. I, like I mean, a like a sophisticated. I'm living in NASCAR the fast drive. lane, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I'll put your fire out. No, oh. that's of the past. I hear you. All right, so we're going to talk about the Make-A-Wish, talk yep. about the cornhole talk. Yep. I read an article today just perusing the Yahoo headlines that John Cena won the Guinness Book of World Record for something that you might like. That was a headline, so I clicked on it. I, I, I mean, I know who John Cena is. I'm not a wrestling guy. Uh, he... It granted the most wishes ever for Make-A-Wish. Over 600 wishes granted. And wow. has the Guinness Book of World Record, which we have for the busiest corn, the biggest cornhole tournament. That's pretty cool. What a, so what we, a, maybe John Cena come on the show. We need to have John I Cena mean, on the I show. I think that is, man, That's pretty keep impressive. going, John. I, I want to look you up. I'm going to learn more about you, talk about you, start bragging on you. Let's go. I have. I can't believe that that's not more out there. I've never heard that before. It was on Yahoo. I, I mean, mean, yeah. That isn't a localized uh, news source, if you didn't know. <laughs> when they get Yahoo, they might give me the regional <laughs> update, though. I don't know. They're like, they heard me talking about Megalish. Man, I'm, they're tracking me. Give me the John did Cena a, did story. Did a pop-up just come? Goodness gracious. All right, we got to talk about Jamie. 
Let's go. Twelve-year-old Jamie wished to go to Boca Raton, Florida. She loves marine life and going to the beach. On her wish trip, Jamie and her family were able to spend lots of time relaxing at the beach, snorkeling, and exploring the Palm Beach Zoo. She even got to get a wow, pet a sea turtle. When wish kids are granted a wish, they get more than just great experience for a day, two days, or a week. They create memories and moments of joy they can look back on when things get tough. Um, November 5th, Trent. We're right around the corner. It, for Jamie, it is. this is why we do this. That is awesome. Yeah, we got to talk about our gold sponsors, Pinnacle Roofing, Queen City, 15 out of 15 years, Renewal by Anderson of the Carolinas, Rumsey Restoration, Shoemaker, Sign Connection, Truist, Fans Welding, and of course, the official radio sponsor is... Uh, WBT Radio. There you go, TJ. TJ in the house. Who, 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 who? And then obviously we talk about the co-host is Harris Teeter. Yeah. Always, always you talk about sure. who'd you say Queen City? Fifteen years. Uh, yeah, well, Harky. That was your one of your first calls, right? I know. I talk about that. It took me four Harkins. hours to make dial seven digits and make that first call. Ask for twenty five hundred dollars. And and Webb Hatley, who owns Queen City Lumber, said yes so quick. I about passed out. And he said, man, you're doing this for the right thing. I want to support you. I, I'm proud of what you're doing. So uh, overcome your fear and dial that seventh digit. I think I think today is ten digits you got to dial. I was real good at dialing six and not getting that last one out. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> it's primal, primal fear, fear, I think is what they call it. And they were going for $2,500. What, what did we raise in the first tournament year? Could you say it? 30000 30, was the goal. Out, out of nowhere, when I what was your initial goal? Then? When Before I sat that. in a room with the Make a Wish folks, or it was LLS, yeah, it was LLS at first, yeah. it was LL, Leukemia yeah. Lymphoma Society. When I sat in the room, I said, if we raised five thousand dollars net in the first year for for y'all, but we really blew the branding up and created a long term vision with y'all, they're like, oh my gosh, that'd be great. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna. And, and by the time I wrote it out as a business plan and put it on paper and consulted my wife, and she gave she wrote the business plan. What? Who am I kidding? Uh, we were going to give the first $5,000 and do all the work. <laughs> so I went from thinking we could raise 5000 that we're going to give the first 5000 And uh, we got to like 29864 and I, I think we wrote another $300 check just to kick, kick it over. So, uh, I mean, I, I'm a big believer in another business lesson. you got to put your thoughts down, who, what, when, where, why, how, put it on paper, and, and, and you'll be amazed at, at what your mind can grow to and and expand the possibility. What do you think about that? Love it. What What do you think we're gonna? Wait, I mean, I wonder where we're at for this year. I don't know. I have to ask Christian, but I know. I mean, we it's been, a lot more than thirty thousand. We've been well over two hundred thousand raised yeah. uh, for for the last several years. Um, I think we're well over a million and a half dollars raised over the life of it. So, and fifteen years. And, and, and at first, I said if in ten years we raised a hundred thousand dollars or whatever, that's what I said. That was my goal. That was my BHAG, big hairy audacious goal. I know that one. Is that an EOS term? I think that's a. Oh, that's just a good to great, maybe. Good. To, I don't know what it is. I pick them up from all all sidewalks. <laughs> TJ, thanks for your smile today, man. Hey, listen. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Kristen. Godspeed to your business, Team Automotive. Go do the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Enjoy your Sunday and keep smiling.